This is an ABC podcast. This is the problem. Take a pair of scales of the old-fashioned... G'day, Dr Carl here. Now, on Earth, mass extinctions of life have happened five times in the last half billion years. Each extinction event killed something like 80 to 95% of the planet's species. But one resilient little creature survived every time. The water bear. Water bears are super tough. They can survive sudden blows at 3,000 kilometres per hour and 10 days exposure to the harsh vacuum of space. That's right, they have survived on the outside, not just the inside, of the International Space Station. Also, they are much better than cockroaches at enduring radiation at levels that are thousands of times higher than would fry a human. They laugh at temperatures anywhere from boiling point and even higher down to just one degree above absolute zero, and there's nothing colder than absolute zero. They can survive minus 272 degrees C. They are astonishing. They're also tiny around the size of a grain of sand, ranging from 0.2 to 1.5 millimetres when fully grown. They live practically everywhere on our planet, so long as there is some water. You can find them all the way up in the Arctic and right down in the Antarctic. They live in the ocean depths and on Himalayan peaks, as well as in hot springs and parking lots. They were named water bears in the late 1700s because they live in a film of water and move with the clumsy, lumbering gait of a tiny bear. Water bears are also called tardigrades, which literally means slow stepper. There are about 1,300 species of these critters. They do not have a spine, but they do have a central and peripheral nervous system. Their outside is a hard cuticle or exoskeleton to keep their insides in. They molt or cast off their cuticle as they grow. They have four sets of legs. Three sets of the legs can swing outwards, but the last set of legs is kind of lined up along the length of the body. At the ends of their legs, they sometimes have bear-like claws, but some of the species even have suction caps. They look like a fat little sausage with a mouth at one end and an anus at the other. A few species don't actually use their anus, but instead get rid of their bodily wastes each time they molt. Most of the species of tardigrade have both males and females, but a few species are parthenogenic. Now, this does not mean giving birth to an ancient and large Greek building, but rather that all of the individuals are females who then give birth to other females. Their lifespan ranges from three to four months up to two years. Tardigrades have a showstopper trick, which lets them survive for up to 30 years when times go bad. It's a kind of suspended animation. When the going gets rough, they go into a new mode. They pull their legs back into their body and simultaneously slow down their metabolic rate by about 10,000 times and get rid of 99% of their body water. And then, when the living conditions get more reasonable, they will absorb lots of water and gradually reform back into their regular eight-legged body. Depending on which species they are and how harsh the conditions were, 
they can do this in somewhere between half a day and a few weeks. We are not sure how they do this, but we do want to understand. We do know that they manufacture special proteins when times are mean. They use these proteins to form a strange mush, similar to a soft glass, inside their cells. This biological glass somehow protects them. It seems to wrap around and cocoon delicate biological molecules that are inside their cells to safeguard them from whatever bad stuff the environment is throwing at them. These cellular molecules get safely locked in place by the glassy stuff. Wow, this is terrific! And obviously, medical scientists are very interested in this. Imagine if we could essentially freeze time for our body parts, such as after massive trauma, or a heart attack, or a stroke. Right now, though, these devastating events in humans set off rapid and massive local damage to our organs and, of course, can cause great harm. But imagine if we could use the tardigrades' clever tricks to stop this damage from spreading by manufacturing our own bizarre biological glass. I can see a way to better medical care. For tardigrades, the glass is not half full or half empty. It's all glass. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.